0: Hi, welcome to On This Day in Tudor History with me, Claire Ridgeway. Apologies for any noise you can hear. There's lots of work going on in our village and there doesn't seem to be a quiet time to record. Now, today, where am I taking you to? Well, I'm taking you back to the reign of King Henry VIII. For On This Day in Tudor History, the 26th of December 1526, Rose Locke was born. Rose is an interesting lady, as she was not only a Protestant exile, but she was also a businesswoman. And when she was in her 80s, she wrote an account of her life. In her account, she mentions how her father, a royal mercer, imported religious books for Anne Boleyn. Let me give you a few facts about Rose. Rose was born on this day in 1526 and was the third child of Protestant Sir William Locke, a mercer and merchant adventurer, and his second wife, Catherine Cook. Sir William Locke was also a sheriff and alderman and gentleman usher of the chamber to King Henry VIII, whom he also supplied cloth and clothing. William was knighted by King Edward VI. Rose was one of at least 11 children, so a large family. Her father was an ancestor of the famous philosopher John Locke, Rose was married twice, to merchant Anthony Hickman in 1543, with whom she had at least two children, and to Simon Throckmorton of Brampton. According to Rose's account of her life, which was called Certain Old Stories, recorded by an aged gentlewoman and about the year Our Lord 1610, her father, who supported the king's annulment of his first marriage, removed the Pope's bull threatening King Henry VIII with excommunication when it was posted up in Dunkirk. Rose's family were keen Protestants and Rose's own faith was influenced by her mother reading her and her sister's evangelical books. Rose's first husband, Anthony, was a mercer and merchant adventurer who carried out several voyages with Rose's brother, Thomas. They also owned a number of ships, including the Mary Rose, not the famous one though. They named the Mary Rose after their wives. Rose and her husband Anthony were friends with Protestants John Hooper, John Fox and John Knox. Rose's husband Anthony and her brother Thomas were imprisoned in the Fleet Prison in Mary I's reign, accused of heresy and giving aid to imprisoned Protestants. After being released from the fleet, they then spent time under house arrest at the home of William Paulette, Marquess of Winchester, before they were eventually released. Antony then went into exile in Antwerp. Rose was pregnant and so remained in England, but chose to give birth away from London in Oxfordshire. Her first child was baptised with Catholic rites following advice she received from Archbishop Cramner and Bishops Latimer and Ridley, who would, of course, become the Oxford Martyrs. After recovering from the birth, Rose travelled to Antwerp with her child to be with Antony. Rose's brother Thomas remained in England due to his wife, who, according to Rose, who wasn't very happy, wouldn't let him leave England. Rose had her second child while in exile, having that child baptised in the Protestant faith, and she returned to England in 1558, following the accession of the Protestant Elizabeth I. In 1596, according to historian Marilyn Roberts, Rose, her son William and his family bought Gainsborough Old Hall in Lincolnshire, and the property became a focus for Puritans such as William Brewster. Rose died at the age of 86 on the 21st of November, 1613. Rose is the protagonist of the novel Tudor Rose by Sue Allen. I'll give you a link to an article on Rose by Lisa Chapman, which goes into a bit more detail on her family background. You'll find that link in the description. Tomorrow, I'll be talking about another interesting Tudor woman, one who is known for her poetry and her knowledge of Greek, Latin, and Hebrew. So do make sure you're subscribed by clicking round about there and that you've hit the bell so you don't miss that. Also on this day in history, the 26th of December, 1546, an ill Henry VIII made some changes to his will in preparation for his nine-year-old son, Edward, to inherit the throne. I explained more about that in last year's video, as well as talking about how the Feast of St Stephen, which is today, was celebrated in Tudor times. So do check out the description for that link. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I do hope you enjoyed it. And don't forget to subscribe so that you can enjoy podcasts on a daily basis. Thank you.